Ruth, what do you call it when John Wick eats pancakes before he goes to work? I don't know, Kevin. What do you call it? Continental breakfast. Come on, that's funny. Come <laughs> no, on. It's not Come funny. Come on. No, honey. That's a funny joke. That's a dad joke. I'm a dad. I know. You just think things are really funny <laughs> when they're not. <laughs> Welcome to We Talk About Movies. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ruth. And this is episode 14 of our show, and this one's a special double feature. We're talking about John Wick 1 and 2 with Mikey and Genevieve from the Big Screen Breakdown Podcast. So hit pause, give us a five-star review on iTunes, and then let's talk about John Wick and John Wick Chapter 2. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of We Talk About Movies. This is the family-friendly movie podcast where we look for plot holes and focus on the storytelling of movies. Your job is to watch the movie first because we are talking spoilers. And if you want to interact with us, find us on Twitter at WeTalkAboutMovi or Facebook.com slash WeTalkAboutMovies. Now, I'm here, as always, with my lovely, beautiful, wonderful wife, Ruth. (laughs) I almost forgot her in the last episode, so <laughs> I wanted to make sure I, I welcomed her first, but we do have more guests today. So welcome Genevieve and Mikey from the Big Screen Breakdown podcast. Hello. Ooh, hello, everyone. Hey, welcome. <laughs> hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're really excited. We've got a couple of movies to talk about here today. We're going to try to squeeze two in one, and that means we're going to have to get right to it, but really quickly... If any, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard Mikey and Genevieve's show, Big Screen Breakdown, go listen to their podcast. Um, they're a married couple, which yes, we yeah. love because we're a married couple. And I, I think married couple podcasts are just really great. I, I love hearing the dynamic of a, of a married, uh, man and wife. So love that. Um, and you guys don't just do movie reviews, right? You talk about movie news, trailers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have the funds to constantly go to the films, so uh, we're trying. We're trying to see more movies now that we've started the podcast. But you know, a new trailer happens, we like to break that down. Just we have a whole segment at the beginning of our show where we talk news too. So as long as it's a good news week, we'll try to squeeze some good stuff in there. And once uh, once summer season ends, we'll have different topics like you know, future of certain film franchises or movie theories that we like to go over and things like that. So. Yeah, we break down a lot of stuff over there. Awesome. It sounds like a lot of fun. So if you're listening to this, you haven't checked them out yet, definitely go do it. Um, like I said, they're they're a great couple. Really, really fun to listen to them go back and forth. And you're going to hear a lot a four-way back and forth today. So this is going to be <laughs> really exciting here. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, before we get right to the movie, I want to get to know you guys a little bit better. This is uh, something I stole from Andre at Backseat Directors. Which, by the way, if you guys don't have the funds for movies, talk to him because he he has some tips on getting free passes to screenings. Yeah, he always oh, gets screen- nice. early screenings <laughs> and free stuff all the time. Yeah, so he. Yeah, I want to know how he does that. Too, well, though. I <laughs> I signed up for the sites that that tell you about it, but obviously we can't go right now. I know. I, for us, it's different since we have oh, babies right, at about home. To have another baby. baby. Yeah. Yes. Exciting. So. Um, we may have to stop the podcast early if Ruth goes into labor. So oh, just no. so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, you got to let yeah. people know, though. They'll need closure. Yeah, so yeah. they know what's <laughs> going on. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. <laughs> I, I certainly hope so, honestly, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, ba- baby comes when, when he's ready, not when mommy's ready. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mommy's been ready for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as long as Ruth stays... Out of labor. Let's <laughs> let's get this podcast started. So let's go. All right. Here's the first question. And this is to both of you. So I want to hear each of your answers individually. Let's say you've got a movie you're super excited about. You've been waiting months to go see this one. Uh, you know, you're saving up your money. You're going to go to the theater. And you have two options to watch this movie in the theater. Number one is... You see it opening night or, you know, midnight the night before, whatever it is. You're like the first person to see it. But you have to sit in the very front row all the way off to the side. Oh, Or (laughs) or you can see it 
in whatever you have your pick of the house, any seat you want, but you have to wait until two weeks after opening night. Which one do you choose? Oh my gosh. Holy moly. (laughs) It is a hard, hard question. Um, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Ah, uh, okay, I'll go first. Ladies first. Here we um, go. okay. Well, I probably would wait the two weeks to go see it. You're out of your I mind. know, I know. <laughs> That's so my team. Like, yeah. Only, I, yeah, because only because like that front row is like such a neck strainer. Like it hurts my neck so bad. <laughs> Right, and you can't enjoy the movie. Exactly, you're you're in so much like discomfort, discomfort that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't see the movie, and then everything looks so close, and you can't see the whole screen. Yeah. So I think I would just tell you know tell my friends or who or people who I know have watched it, being like, please don't tell me anything, don't tell me if it's good, don't tell me if it's bad, There's just no let way. me wait. <laughs> I'm gonna act. I'm gonna act like the opening day is when I go see it. Oh, <laughs> All right, and Mikey, I'll- you disagree. Yes, I disagree 100%, which is, which is hard for me because when we, when we first started dating and I would take her to the movies because I've been a movie fanatic my entire life and I always want to go to the movies and I'll see movies multiple times in the theaters. And when I first got a job, I wouldn't spend my money on clothes and stuff. I'd spend my money on the movies. And when we first started going, she's like, why do we need to get to the theater 45 minutes before yeah. the movie starts? Because like, I need to get the best seat. Exactly. I need to be the first one there. Um, <laughs> but I also need to see that movie opening night. And I've gone to plenty of premiere uh, where I learned the lesson of, oh, yeah, you need to get there, especially on a big movie. You need to get there hours before. My brothers used to take us. Um, we saw all the Star Wars prequels and we'd get there, you know, five hours before just to get Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, my yeah, gosh. I did that for one of those. Did you? <laughs> I did in high school. It was me and a bunch of dudes. <laughs> I have never I've never done that. Um, so we mentioned this before, but both of us are in the two weeks later. Uh, well, you know, I am. We're team, really? Yeah, we're Team Genevieve. Che- sure. Team Genevieve all the way. <laughs> well, I will let you all know spoilers. Just <laughs> I'd have to see it opening night and then with. And because I had such a bad seat, I'd go see it the next day to make up for it. Okay, that works. That works. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, that's a that's a good loophole there. Yeah. So, so we are. I'm actually trying to convince Ruth. There's got to be a way for us to oh see Spider Man Homecoming <laughs> because it comes out July 7th, <gasps> yeah. but our baby is mm. due June 27th, and so we are most Oof. likely going to have an infant that's like a week or two old when that movie comes out. Oh. Wow. So a couple of things. And, and Spider-Man is Kevin's absolute favorite. Yeah, this is, I mean, oh, I've, yeah. I've got to see this movie. So a couple options we have. Number one is. Don't go and just get over it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not really an option. Okay. Well, not apparently not an option. That's like option 100. But option <laughs> one is uh, they have what's called mommy and me showings at the theater near our house and so it's not it's not a great way to watch a movie because the lights are a little bit up the volume is a little bit down but there can be kids just running around yeah and and there can be kids running around crying whatever but at least you can bring your infant and if it's crying everyone there expects that so you don't have to get up and leave so that's one way the other way i've thought is we could go to a drive-in like, you got that idea from somebody on Facebook, I think. That's a good one, too. Yeah, so... And you can be in your car and everything. Yeah, so we're going to try to figure out a way to make that happen. <laughs> Ruth doesn't care as much as I do, but well, I want to figure right. something out. Let's let's face it. Who Who's the one that's feeding this baby? You are. <laughs> <For her. laughs> uh, it's a little different. And so also recovering from... Yeah. Post childbirth. That's <laughs> like, true. Very quick. <laughs> I I of course want to see the movie. You know I do. I would absolutely love to. But I also know what it's like to have a newborn, and and oh, that's yeah. that's hard. <laughs> it's very we're, we're going to figure something out. Well, yeah. apparent yeah. apparently yeah, we yeah. are. So all right, uh, qu- <laughs> question two. This one's for you know. This is a joint answer here. What was the first okay. movie you guys saw together? Okay, so. Um, that's actually, that was our first date, I guess you want to call it. We met and, uh, she said she was into scary movies. So I said, okay, let's go watch whatever scary movie was out. And it happened to be Paranormal Activity 4, if I remember correctly. So we went to go see that and it wasn't the best movie. 
but <laughs> Ruth, that's, that Ruth liked but it was those the movies. Movie that was out there. Yeah, uh, really? I don't know if I like them. I the, the, I just know that there those are scary movies that I can go see. Yeah, they're the right amount of scary, for right? You. Oh, because they're like the make you jump movies. I don't yeah. like I don't like slasher movies where everybody's just tortured and bloody and. Yeah, I I just don't want to see that. I don't like that. So when it's more like ghosts or, you know, demons or whatever, like just that make you jump, I'm okay right. with yeah. that. But I don't want to see all the the gore. And yeah. I don't want to watch anybody get tortured. That's no, terrible. I don't <laughs> yeah, it's very unpleasant. <laughs> so much blood and just, ugh. Right, yeah. So yeah, I think if you do enjoy that, you got to check, you know, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so follow up question. So Genevieve, what is your favorite scary movie? Oh my gosh. Um. Oh, you know which ones? Okay, I just. Uh, okay, I was thinking. I like the um Insidious movies. Insidious and then Insidious Chapter Two. Yeah, we never saw those? the third one, but we we've never seen. Yeah, them. I haven't seen. I'm. I'm but I'm not a big know? scary movie fan. So. Oh yeah. But they yeah, are. But- they're very much uh, jump scare films. There's, there's. I don't think there's any blood in there at all. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any it's, blood. It's just kind of like it deals with like hauntings people. and demons and things like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, so, and yeah. I know that uh, Kevin, you've never seen The Exorcist, have you? I have seen. You grew up Catholic, <clears throat> so it's kind yeah. of. I mean, I've know. been Catholic all my life, and I saw bits and pieces of The Exorcist, and I had nightmares. I bet. <laughs> I, well, actually, I I never had nightmares, but I couldn't sleep. I was too scared to oh, fall asleep as a kid. Well, sure. So, so that was bad. And not only um, so that actually happened. The movie is based off of a true story that happened in St. Louis, which is where I grew up. Oh, so it was doubly scary. <laughs> yeah, it's it hit close. hit too close to home for me. So I will not watch The Exorcist. I, I just yeah. won't do it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, last question. Uh, you can each individually answer this one. What is a movie that everybody seems to like, but you do not? You hated it. You want to go okay, first? Okay, I'll go first. All right. I'll go first. And every time I say this, like, literally, I haven't found one person that has agreed with me. It's fine. But it's just like a, <laughs> Including it's your just husband. a preference. Um, I think it's just. Mad Max. Is it just called Mad Max? Fury Road. Oh, the last Fury Road. Mad. We you, do not like. You, you just found made two Kevin's day. Here. Oh wow. <laughs> wait, you don't like? Who, wait, who? What do you guys don't like? It? I do not like Mad Max. Woo! You're the first person. <laughs> Kevin hated that, was that movie. So bad. Now I I did not like it, but I mean there were things that I could appreciate about it, but I can't say that I particularly enjoyed it. <laughs> I have okay, a friend. Well, who is forcing me to rewatch that movie because he's determined to convince me that it's a good movie. And I'm just like, it's not a good movie. I don't (laughs) like it. Yeah. Like it's all, it's high score, Rotten Tomatoes. Like everyone says good things about it. So Mikey was like, yeah, let's just, let's just watch it. And I was like, okay. Cause it didn't look good from the trailers to me. And so I saw it. And then after I was just like, Oh, (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you, Genevieve. I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, it's man. just not my kind of movie. I don't really like the just the things about it, like how everyone looks. They all look so weird people. and creepy. And that mm-hmm. guy who like put on like his body or whatever. Yeah, 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 like a bodysuit. Yeah, it was, just, it was just too, too funky. Uh, out yeah, there. I, like- <laughs> I love it. Great answer, Genevieve. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you got, Mikey? All right. Um, mine throws it back. Um, I don't know why everyone seems to love E.T. I did not like that movie as a kid. I didn't like it as an adult. It just, it was, it never did anything for me. Watched it as a kid and I hated it. And then there was, I had movie or VHS back in the day and the, the movies I would watch as a kid had previews for E.T. and I would always fast forward through it because I just didn't <laughs> like it. It's not for me. I can't watch the preview. I didn't, I can't, like, I don't like the little kid. I don't like E.T. It's just, I don't know. I don't like it. And everybody's like, oh, it's a masterpiece. I'm like, classic. It's, it's, you know what? I'm with you on that one because as, yes, a, as a kid, 
I, my sister loved that movie and it terrified me. And okay. she, she would want to watch it every day. And so I hid the VHS so that, <laughs> so that she couldn't watch it anymore because I didn't want to see it. And it really scared me as a, as a kid. And then watching it as an adult, I was kind of like, uh, I mean, it's fine, I guess. Like there's some funny lines in it, but yeah, I mean, not my, I don't think it's fantastic or anything. So. Yeah. yeah. I That's... think that movie might also be the reason I don't even like Reese's Pieces. Cause I was like, my, yeah. Cause my mom was like, Oh, ET ETs. And I was like, then I don't want them. Oh my Keep God. them away oh. from me. Okay, well, we disagree there. Yeah, you Reese's messed pieces up there. Are like, are you know, <laughs> that's good. I crossed the line. <laughs> Did quit while I was ahead. Dang it. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid, so I really don't have an opinion on it. Uh, you know, my sister was just watching it, too, I know, I when we that. were there at my parents' house. <laughs> she does. She loves that movie. Enough. She can't get enough, even now. It, I mean, yeah, it's... It is funny how hyped that movie is, though. I never really thought about it till you brought it up, though. Yeah, people, master. I don't know if it's a masterpiece, but if you think so, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. So it's okay. We're on the same team there. Well, good. I, those were. I'm, that was really good. I think we are. We've we've built some rapport here. We're all on the same page, and now I have yes. a feeling everybody's going to team up on me because I don't like John Wick, and I bet everybody else does. So. You um, liked John Wick 2 better. I did. But so let's get into the first movie. Uh, I want to start there. And so let me just say. Well, how do you know if they didn't like it? You didn't ask them. I didn't, but we're <laughs> going to find, cause everyone likes this, like this could be my answer to that question. What's a movie everyone likes wow. and you don't? John Wick, because let me start just overall, generally, John Wick, it does, none of the movie makes any sense to me. And that, that's my, that's my thing. The movie has to make sense. Oh, there are <laughs> so many times in this movie where like a bad guy runs up to fist fight John Wick when he easily could have shot him from far away. And yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Like there's just so many things. Like I, Ruth was so mad at me because no, every single fight scene. I was scene, mad at you. Hold on. Every fight scene. <laughs> I was like pausing slow motion. Oh, look, that doesn't make sense. That guy should have killed him. That doesn't make that sense. That is not true, Kevin. Some of them I proved you wrong. Some of them you did, but generally. And then it's just <laughs> j- like the whole concept is these guys are so scared of John Wick because he he can kill them and he can destroy their entire business. And yet nobody tries to blow up his house, which they actually did, in, did the in the second, second movie. movie. But, yeah. But they didn't blow up his house. They didn't have snipers. Like, and I'll go into more specifics, but this whole movie, to me, if this movie were true to the story, it's a 10 minute movie because a sniper kills John Wick immediately after the, <sighs> the car was stolen and the dog died and, and the movie's over. So I couldn't, <laughs> everything else that happened, I, I just, I couldn't do it. So, oh, wow. so and that's see- my, that's my thought. <laughs> And for me, what I kept telling you, Kevin, because you were driving me crazy, pausing every five seconds to write something down. (laughs) I mean, it almost ended our marriage. I was like, you have to stop. Okay. I get that you're finding plot holes, but the point is, it's just a ridiculous over the top action movie. So accept it for what it is. I know you can't because your thing is plot holes, but. But here's the thing. No, here's the thing. No. Hey, I let you talk. It's my turn. I've been holding my tongue the whole time. (laughs) So. (laughs) So you, you have to understand there's plenty of other action movies that I know you like. That there are things in them that don't make sense, but you accept it because it's just a ridiculous action movie. Like, for example, probably any of the Die Hard movies have a scene in them where they're just... uh, It would not make sense in the real world, but you accept it because it's just a over-the-top action But if there's one thing, it's fine. But if it's the the entire premise of the whole movie, I can't do it. So we've had our own marital argument here. (laughs) I want to get our guests to chime in. Uh, Mikey, what do I you think? I think their team Ruth is what I think. <laughs> um, I, I have a similar um, thought that Ruth has because when we watched it, I was like, okay, uh, for some reason, this isn't a superhero movie, right? Because this guy is invincible <laughs> for no reason at all. 
but okay, I'm accepting it for what it is. Like my example that um, I make uh, when me and Genevieve talk about Mad Max is that you just got to accept that that's just a big, loud action movie. No, it doesn't make sense. They're driving from one place and then they drive back. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't need to make sense because look at all the cool stuff that they're doing on the cars. Right. Oh um, but, you know, I, I I think going in, I after the I, we found out who John Wick was, oh, he's the boogeyman and everybody knows about him. I was like, okay, then he's going to be this indestructible dude. And he's for some reason, no one's going to be able to get that perfect shot to kill him. And I feel like they did have moments uh, where um, Willem Dafoe's character was, you know, protecting him. And he did take out some guys that were about to kill him. But right. I don't think I don't think it it made up for all the moments that someone yeah. could have killed sure, him. Sure, yeah. Um but they did try to throw that in there. What I did find really um cool about the movie is this whole secret society that they had and the rules that were respected. Yes. Love that. That hotel. No business on the continental grounds and everybody respected that and they dive a lot deeper into the secret society thing in the second movie, but how like the the um once once they brought up john wick's name everybody knew like oh snap Mm -hmm. and they and they didn't they had no one had gone after him before because he was out and they respect that you're out of the business and that's why everybody kept asking him are you back are you working now is that what's going on here because at that point it's all fair game right but once he was out that's why people hadn't gone after him because he did what he had to do to get out so Mm -hmm. um i enjoyed it it wasn't it's not gonna be my uh be in my top 10 of all time or anything sure like yeah i had to i had to borrow the first one from my brother-in-law and we rented the second one on Redbox. so i'm not gonna go buy these movies <laughs> but you know we enjoyed them or i enjoyed them yeah i'm with you there i totally agree i was like it's not something i'm gonna watch over and over and over but i enjoyed it it's entertaining and and yeah well, these are these are 7.2 and i think 7.8 for one and two on imdb so these are like really well oh, i didn't know that well received movies uh among people that watch it um so genevieve what do you think um you know i thought it was okay um i didn't really i mean i enjoyed watching them because they were action-packed and they were they kept you like wanting more um, but the thing that I kind of didn't like was it kind of had to do with the fact that just kill him. Like you can just kill him. Like yeah. just, just you're, you got him right there. Um, I felt like they did have a lot of opportunities to kill him. And also too, what I didn't like was the fact that when he did get hurt, it was almost like a paper cut. Right. Like, yeah, it didn't even a- affect him. Like he got shot in the stomach. Oh, that was, oh, that's, that's the, the second, second one. one. Let's but, keep it on the first okay, one. Okay, the first one. The first <laughs> one. Well, but I um, think he got stabbed or something yeah. in the first one. He had stitches. He had yeah. stitches, yeah. and the doctor's and, like, you'll have minimal movement. And then, and then he doesn't. He has, like, right. maximum movement. Yeah, the, the <laughs> doctor, well, no, the doctor said, you take this pill, yeah. but as soon as you start moving oh, around, right. that thing's going to open up, and you're going right. to be bleeding yeah. again. And then yeah. he has, like, four more fight scenes where he's getting knocked around and, and everything, and it never opens up again. But, yeah, exactly. Like, he was, like in like non-human it's, yeah. and so it just seemed like he was i don't know it, it kind of seemed like he wasn't human so i almost feel like they should have made him like a superhero or something <laughs> but do you want to tell him what you do love about john wick how he takes care of business oh what yeah you hate do, about every I other do, hero <laughs> i do like like when he kills people he like kills them he like shoots him in the stomach and then in the head because a lot of movies <laughs> like when someone is trying to fight a bad guy they shoot them but they never shoot them well enough to make sure they're dead and then they right, there's the no double tap exactly <laughs> like they're still alive and then like 15 minutes later in the next scene they you come, see them again yeah, they come back because she was having so much fun like finally someone like, kills somebody <laughs> kill people the right way one to the chest one to the head one to the yeah. chest one to the like it's you know like he did like that seven reminds- guys in a row like that yeah i was like yes don't worry about them coming back <laughs> that reminds me of the movie zombie land where you know he has the rules and he's like always double tap that's always what i kept thinking during this movie because he does do that you're so right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was one the the moment at the end where he gets um i forgot the kid's name the the kid that killed his dog Oh, um, oh, the Russian that, guy's son. Yeah, yeah, the Russian guy's son. Yeah, Russian it was guy. funny because when he when he finally is about to kill him, um, Jen over here thought that it was going to be that classic thing where he takes too long to kill him, yeah. and then something happens where the kid gets away, but then he just walks up and boom, 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 
You're right. Because I think all he says was, over a puppy, and then he just shoots him. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, it's a puppy. Boom. Boom, dead, gone. He's gone. Yep. Which I don't like watching that scene with the puppy. No, I dogs dying. She turned away. I did too. Dog, I almost wanted to cry. It's dogs so dying in movies is really hard. It's it yeah, it's, it's hilarious how we're like, oh yeah, shoot that guy in the head. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> That's so true. We're like, ah, the people. Oh well, <laughs> but the dog. Don't hurt the dog. Because the dog is always <laughs> innocent. Like when no, you're watching no. a movie, you're like, ah, eh, that guy might have been a bad guy. So yeah. I mean. Maybe he doesn't deserve to die, but he deserves some of it. Like the dog never deserves any of it. It's it's just yeah. pure innocence getting killed. Although I mean, not to and all right, quick spoiler alert for a different movie, but I want to compare something. Um, Logan is another movie I'm not a huge fan of, and part of it is because that family. I don't know if you've have you guys seen it. Oh, we yeah I we saw it, it and okay. we did listen to your episode I, and yeah. I was talking back to the radio and she was like, "You'll get your time." Yeah, <laughs> no, but I agree. I felt so bad for that family. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. that family dying is like a like a dog dying to me. So it just depends on what you know. Yeah, when the bad guy in the gang gets killed, we don't care. But when a family like that dies, you do care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, for my two cents in Logan, I just wanted oh. to say really fast. I cared about that family. I did. But I thought that their deaths were necessary to show what that X-24 character was, that he was just a pure killing machine. That's That was his purpose. And that's what he was here for. He didn't care who you were. If you got in his way, then he mm. killed you. And it made sense when um, or it didn't make sense how he let Professor X talk that whole time. I'll agree there. But just to prove that, hey, this guy got in my way, sliced to the neck. This guy, this lady got in my way, stabbed to the chest. You know, he that's that's what he was built anyone. for. So I agree with you there. Yeah, but but you you already said, but he didn't do that with Professor X. So it's well, that was to build attention. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematography. See, Kevin doesn't like that though. He's all it's about the make plot sense. holes. It's gotta and make see, sense. you need to change that in our intro where we find plot holes. No, no, no. You find plot holes. <laughs> well, You're the one that's when you more when you write the intro, them. then then we'll change. It. <laughs> all right. Well, we fine. All right. Back so, to John Wick. Yeah. So there's a couple things I want to bring up and just. You know, I'm not going to go through all of my plot holes because literally it would take a long time. But Doing it next the, week. <laughs> the the very first thing when when the three guys show up to his house and beat him up and kill his dog and take his car, he seemed so helpless. Like, I understand he's not, quote unquote, back yet. But if mm-hmm. he can't handle those three guys, how could he be this? How could he be John Wick? If exactly. three guys just break into his house and beat the crap out of him with a baseball bat, that doesn't make sense. That is true. Well, the first guy got a hit to the back of his head, and no one else in the movie got a hit like that. Well, so yeah, that but he, a- he should have never let that happen because he's yeah. John Wick. He should have known. <laughs> yeah. like, but, like, have a sixth sense that there's people in his house? Yeah, he's not on guard all the time. Right. Like, he's been he's out of the business, and everybody knows not to mess that. with him. But that's that's like in his blood. It's in his blood. Yeah, it's that's built in. Yeah, his dog got up, and he the way Keanu Reeves acted it is. Oh, I have no idea that maybe someone's broken into my house. I'm just going to go follow this dog because he's he probably has to pee. Like if you're John Wick, you're always thinking maybe someone's in my house. Well, okay, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but however, let's remember too. His wife, who he left this business for, had just died days before. True. So you game. could play. Yeah, exactly. He's he an emotional wreck. Yeah. Yep. So I I, it's I, to me. I'm it, just saying that could be a factor. It, it could be, but to me, it's it's a part of him. It's like I'm not going to sure. forget how to but learn she to was a walk. Part of him. I'm not going to forget how to learn to walk. John Wick is not going to forget to be careful when there's a noise in the middle of the night. It, but it, he that's didn't just, hear noise. Yeah. It was his dog. Well, same thing. But there was there was. So every time you hear the dog get up in the middle of the night, you think there's an intruder. It crosses <laughs> my mind. Yeah. Every time. No. Every time. No, but I'm not John Wick. No one wants to kill me. <laughs> Except for you. <laughs> I don't want to kill you. Stop it. There was one line in the movie though that. Uh, made me feel like the John Wick in this movie wasn't even as good as John Wick should have been because uh, Willem Dafoe told him that he looked like crap 
And then he said, no, I look retired, which means like right. if I was at the top of my game, all these scars and cuts on my face wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't have even gotten this on me. So that's what mm-hmm. I took from that line where he's like, I look retired. Like I'm not a hundred percent right now. Cause I got to stretch my muscles out or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I, obviously right. you can't just jump back in and be at a hundred percent, but it was three, three dudes, you know, I don't know. I just didn't feel like that didn't fit the John Wick character to me. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I think maybe it's I'm plausible, wrong. but I don't disagree with you that it, it's a little strange, yeah. but again, not going to make me hate the movie. Okay. So here's, <laughs> this is the biggest thing that bothers me. Uh, when he's going to the club where, you know, he finds out that the Russian kid is in the, the red club. room or whatever. Yeah. The red the, circle. Yeah, the red circle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So before he shows up, they show scenes of guys on radio. Psh, have you seen John Wick yet? No, he's not here. Yeah. So they are like all hands on deck preparing for John Wick. And he literally saunters past the front door. And no one's there like a, a sniper on top of the building to shoot him or even just a guy out front being like, hey, John Wick walked past the front door. It was the most. He was across the street. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. He he held a gun to the back of Kevin Nash from WWF, his head. That was that was, that was after, after that. So he, before, Kevin is saying that before, he walked. Before we get no, to was, that scene, he walked. He was outside, wasn't he? He walked right past the front door of that club. Okay, not right past. You're exaggerating no, a little bit. It was, he was across the street, and then he, like, in, fr- in I will grant you, he's in front of the club, yeah. and he starts walking, but he's walking towards the side, like, going into the back somehow, is, which is when he puts a gun to... He's, he doesn't have a hood over his... He's not hiding the fact that he's John Wick standing right outside this club that everyone knows he's coming to <laughs> to kill someone, True. and no one thinks to look out the front door. Well, there's... Other people around. Yeah. <laughs> How does that matter? I, I because the, you can't always pick somebody out of a crowd that quickly. He wasn't in the crowd, though. He was just walking. Right. So if he's just walking by, the people are like probably not scanning across the street. They're scanning the front door. Yeah. The street that the, the club is on as opposed to across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just gonna have to disagree. I think that was I'm, that I'm was trying to burst holes in his so plot. <laughs> absurd. I yeah. I couldn't even I could not handle that. Um, right. And the other big thing we already mentioned, Genevieve, you brought this up. Was he got stabbed? He got stitches. They said you're gonna bleed out next time you move, and he didn't even have a drop well, of blood there. there. It was gonna open. It was that was they set it up to be that way, and then yeah. they ignored it. Well, I hate yes. when movies do that. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, I can't yeah, disagree we were with that. I'm, waiting, at that. I'm, like, I waiting, I'm yeah. like, uh, are you going to hurt now? Are you going to bleed now? <laughs> but I thought that that was the whole point at the end when, when he pulls out his phone, he touches his side and there's a lot of blood there. And then right. he's watching the video of him and his wife. And then he kind of at the very end. Then he, right. You know, yeah. It's at the very end. Adrenaline. You know, he's, How he's, he's yeah. John Wick in it. Now that I'm done, I can relax. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and take a dog home. Yeah. <laughs> and and to your point Genevieve earlier the thing that kind of bothered me was he didn't double tap kill the main bad the dad you know the main bad oh, guy right. he left him oh, there right. to bleed out and that was I didn't think that was in his character I thought that was inconsistent that's a good point yeah that's true maybe out of respect say. I don't know. I, he didn't seem to have a lot of respect for that family yeah. at the beginning of John Wick 2. Maybe he wanted him to yeah. suffer? I don't know. It oh, just, oh. It, it, it was very out of character. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he shot like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. N- numerous times. <laughs> or hit him with their car or with his car. Right. Yeah. And then one more thing I want to talk about before we move on to John Wick 2. Yeah. It is hard to watch the, the mayhem commercial guy in a movie. It is so hard. <laughs> I just the can't guy. hear anything else. Well, well <laughs> we're we're super big Law and Order SVU fans over here, so we see him as uh, Cassidy. That's his oh. name. He's a, he was a series regular for the longest time on Law and Order. So okay. we were like, "Hey, Cassidy's in this movie. Is he gonna die?" <laughs> yeah. And the answer was yes. <laughs> I know. There was actually a lot of uh, Law and Order characters, like like B or C list characters in that movie that we kept pointing out. Really? Like, hey, that guy from Law and Order. That guy was from Law and Order. Yeah, we're not. We don't watch a lot of TV. Um, we do some Netflix every now and then, but 
I used to watch Law and Order, but that was like in college. Yeah. Oh, that was a but while ago. Anyways, the, the the mayhem guy. It was just funny. He could be the mayhem guy. Yeah. Yeah. He lasted um, for a long time. Yeah, he made it all the way to the end. He did. I know he did, but then it was just stupid. Where he's like, "I need a gun. Give me a gun." I, I like how the guy's laughing. Like, here yeah. you go. Go yeah. ahead. Try. Honestly, good luck. Good luck. He like took it away from. Yeah, me. I thought it was funny. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> If they had billed this movie as a comedy, I think it would have worked because it was some of it was so absurd. It was funny. I wish they had just embraced the comedy of it. Yeah. Uh, anyways. All right. Let's do ratings on John Wick one. We do ratings one to 10. Okay. Oh yeah. I should have thought about this. Yeah. Right. Before. I know. We'll, we'll let the guests go first. Okay. Right. All right. All right. I would give it because um, I had this problem on our last podcast when we were talking about 47 meters down i feel like for me a six sounds too low but a seven sounds too high so i'm putting it right in the middle at a 6.5 okay for me oh. what were well, you I gonna was, say that i wasn't gonna say 6.5 you can't copy me i was gonna say a six oh, a six out of go. ten because it just wasn't it was a cool movie but i don't think it was Super, super yeah, great. it did. Like even, so I would say six. like even my brother-in-law, who I borrowed it from, he's like, "Oh, it's such a good movie." And we finished. I was like, "I mean, it was cool." <laughs> I think it's just if you're into those kind of like crazy action ones. Yeah, but I guess. Yeah. Right. But yeah. yeah, six, six out of ten, six out of ten. Okay. And a six five. All right, Ruth. I actually was going to say a six point five as well because it, it's not. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she did, so she did a fist pump when you said that. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, and I mouthed it to you before they said. It. I go. I think I'm going to say six point five because I agree with you. I don't think it's a seven, but I don't think it's as low as a six because I did find it entertaining. Yeah, so. Yeah, I thought it was a fun movie, and I, I'm not going to watch it over and over. But if it was on TV, I'd be like, "Oh, sure, yeah, I'll watch that." So yeah, yeah. six and a half for me as well. Two and a half. Oh, Kevin! Say. Oh my gosh! I can't. The whole premise of the movie makes no sense. It, it is entertaining, but it makes you're no only sense. doing point five higher than Blade Runner. Yes, Kevin. Yes, you are not being true. I am being true. <laughs> Blade Runner was so slow. I know. That's why it's a two and a half it. and not a two. Okay, but you said this one was entertaining. It entertained me in parts, but I can't even, you know, I can't even watch the movie because uh. I stop it every time and be like, that didn't make sense. That didn't make sense. I, I can't. <laughs> that is true. You did do it's that a and two it drove and a half. me crazy. All right. We're moving on. John <laughs> Wick right, 2. All right. Um, all right. Let's have our guests kick this one off. What did you guys think about John Wick 2? Okay. Um, I definitely liked it more than the first one, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, I really enjoyed them going deeper into that whole secret society thing because it intrigued me so much in the first one how like they can be so um, so civil and everybody at that hotel was an assassin and they could all kill each other for you know however much money. So I liked that they 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 dove deeper into that and you because they they they. They dropped a little um, a little nugget in the first one that John Wick did something impossible to get out of the to get out of the business that he like the um, Vigo Rigo Vigo 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 gave him an impossible task and he did it. And then you find out that he needed um, this other guy, uh, uh, D'Antoni, Santonio. Yeah. Yeah. Santino, something like that. Yeah. Uh, But that he that that guy did something for him so he could complete that impossible task. And what, what came with that was a marker that if I need you for something, you have to do it no matter what. And, um, how they went to, um, uh, Rome, they went, uh, right. Yeah. Was it in Rome? I think so. Yeah, it was Rome. Yeah. yeah. They went there and there was another hotel that, that it was the, the, the same, same continental, thing. the same thing and those rules. And like when he has the fight with common and they, they fight through the hotel window and they both have to stop right there because they're on continental grounds and they can't like everybody respects those rules so much. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. And, um, seeing the different, almost want to say like factions of assassins that are out. Like when he comes back to New York and they have the homeless people and then, um, Lawrence Fishburne and his, uh, or Lawrence Fishburne with the homeless people and the doves. And then when, um, uh, Ian McShane's character, um, the, the Winston. Oh, yeah. When yeah. he has him in the park 
and everybody around stops because all those people work for him. Like yeah. that was so nuts to me. So mm-hmm. all that stuff I really enjoyed about it. But um, the same, the same thing I didn't like about the first one. I didn't like about the second one, how he was just so invincible. Yeah. Like in this one, he literally gets shot twice in the side by that assassin girl who has the violin with the gun yeah. in it. And then he just goes about his business. And yeah. he, and for like the whole rest of the movie. Well, no, he, he, he <laughs> or, got treated oh, by, yeah, yeah, yeah. by by the homeless people, I yeah. think. Yeah. But like he fought like the big sumo guy and all yeah, these other and, yeah. and common again on the train and all that stuff with two bullets in his side. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you there. That that was a little outrageous. Hey, he's yeah. he's a man of focus. or just pure adrenaline. I, I guess. Mean, yeah, I, it, it's hard to explain. Uh, Genevieve, anything to add? Um. But I do like it. I talk uh, a lot. That's no, okay. I do. I do agree. I do like it better than the first one. Um, I like the fact that I just like how many people like help him out. John Wick out, like especially the scene where um he was getting the suits made and the guns. Oh and all yeah. that. that was a super cool scene to me. And two, when he gave the coin to the homeless man, mm-hmm. and then he like hid yeah, under he, his stuff. Yeah, he and just the covered him up, and then he shot him. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um. But I do like it better than the first one. I like the, um, I think I like the storyline a little bit better than the first one. I don't know if that's just me. Um, and yeah, I just like all the, the fact, uh, what's it called that you said that they get deeper into the, the society, secret society and, all and all that stuff. Yeah. I love yeah. that too. That's, I think that's what makes these movies so great or why people like them. Cause it's so interesting to think about this whole secret yeah. society. Yeah. It's super just living among us and. And mm. like you don't doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ruth, like, they, well, no, got, Mikey was going to say something. Go for it, Mikey. Oh, I just wanted to, to just point out that scene where they call in um, the contracts both times in the movies, and yeah. all these people they sent out all these different people's oh, phones are going cool. off, and like it's like right at the end when he's walking through the park and everybody's getting a message, and it's like, man, there are so many assassins in I New know. York. Well, and I <laughs> wondered too if that was that everybody would like then and just speaking of that very end scene when he's kicked out of the club because he killed uh yeah, the yeah he cent- broke the rules centauri or what whatever that guy's name was yeah. and uh he's looking around at everybody and i keep wondering i'm like i wonder if that's partially just trying to convey paranoia because he doesn't know where yeah i got every I got assassin was but like you know everybody is connected to their phones so the minute you see someone's phone go off it's kind of like oh is that somebody I need to? Yeah. Exactly. You would be so paranoid. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was kind of what I got from that end scene. And I thought, man, if he survives this, yeah, it's probably pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just running down the street with his dog. <laughs> yeah. It but. was, uh, so I did like this, this one better. I and did too. The, the, I was really worried because the first scene where he like finishes his business with getting his car with, back. Yeah. Getting his car back. That whole scene yeah. just felt like an extension of John Wick one. Oh my gosh. Were, I should have heard him. There or, were well, no, so I've never many, wished that upon anybody, but there were so many issues with that scene. And I was like, all right, here we go again. This is <laughs> another two and a half. Uh, but then they did, they went more into the secret society. They did, Genevieve, you mentioned him getting like a, a bulletproof suit and the planning that went into it. And I was like, oh, now they're actually now getting sense. into some of the details of how yeah. he can survive, how he has the different equipment. Uh, so even though it can't explain away things like you said, Mikey, getting shot in the gut and just keep on going. Yeah. Um, but it, it at least makes an attempt to explain it. So it, it allows me to enjoy the movie a little bit. Yeah. It was cool when he had his suit and he would lift it. He would mm-hmm. lift the jacket above his face when just someone to, was to shooting at him. Like himself. Yeah. that, that stuff was cool to see that they actually, they didn't just say, Oh, look at that. He's got a bulletproof suit, but they actually showed him using it to try to protect his face mm-hmm. and his hands. And right. things like that. When people were shooting at him. Exactly. So there's a couple things that, Still, I didn't like, and I'm not going to go into a lot of the different, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talked about in John Wick 1. Every, you know, there's other the things. Fight scenes there's the guys running towards him instead of shooting him, but, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I thought was really strange is these coins. So they've been using these coins through both movies. And like in the first movie, the first time you see it, it costs one coin uh, per dead body. 
and it costs a coin for a night at the Continental. And later it costs a coin to the homeless guy to hide you and shoot two people. And then at one point, after their fight is over and they go get a drink, it costs a coin for... Two drinks. Two drinks for a... What was it? Uh, whiskey and some, I don't even, bourbon. I don't bourbon. remember what they're bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. yeah. I was like, are you kidding? No, it was gin and bourbon. Gin and bourbon. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask me how I remember so, that. So gin, a cup of, a glass of gin and a glass of bourbon are the same value as cleaning up a dead body or I killing don't... two people. Like that was. Well, just... I wondered if that was partially too that he's paying for the damage they caused busting through the window oh, during their be. fight. Yeah. Like, oh. like that, like, might, that, that coin might have just been going to the hotel. Yeah. You guys oh, okay. do what you want with this or whatever. Yeah. I just thought that was, that was kind of absurd that they paid one coin for two drinks. But yeah, if it is going to other stuff, I thought it might be yeah. also for the damage they caused breaking, you know, busting right. through the door right. into the continental. Yeah. Like, okay, well, you guys have to pay for that. Cause yeah. Um, another thing that, that just is a true plot hole to me when they're in the subway fighting. And eventually there's a couple dead bodies laying in the subway. And then the next car pulls up and everyone walks off the car and nobody cares that there's dead bodies laying around. That is pretty funny. No one freaked out. Did did no one see the dead bodies? Like... Even they must have vanished. The yeah. <laughs> that, those, the cleanup guys are quick. Out the window, seeing two dead bodies on the floor. I'm freaking out, I'm free, staying yeah, on that train, asking the person sitting next to me, hey, did you see those dead bodies? Were those dead bodies? Were those kids dead? <laughs> Everyone's no just one calmly flinched. walking off the train. Yeah. Like, no big Nobody deal. Nobody cared. I was like, come, <laughs> oh. come on, that's, guys. Hey, that's, that's New Yorkers for that, you. That yeah, was exactly. That was, that was a big thing, too. I forgot to say that. Um, you guys, you brought up one thing that I totally forgot that I really liked about um the first movie was the guy who cleans up the dead bodies mm-hmm. how he got his coins and he came and they cleaned up uh um the John's dinner house. parties i think yeah and, <laughs> That's then what he they, calls them. and then they show him at the end when they kill the girl who, who um conducted business on continental grounds yeah, yeah and Perkins. then um winston walks away and then that guy comes back in and it was it was a really cool scene to see that like this guy he makes his money. This is what he does now. They brought it back around to everybody uses this guy to clean up these dead bodies. I really like that part. And that yeah. all goes with that secret society. But just right. that guy and how like just everybody kind of knew about this. Even when the cop came to um, John's house in the first one. Yeah. When he first killed all those guys. And he was like, oh, hey, Jimmy. Hey, John. Noise complaint. Yeah, it's a noise complaint. Yeah. Working then he's again. like, you're working again? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, all right. Everybody's yeah, it, down with murder. It's definitely a, a, a well-connected society. And and that cleanup guy, it definitely takes me back to Pulp Fiction. Right, yeah. Um, um, Mr. Wolf, Marty Wolf, something like that. Yeah, I don't remember the name. I've never watched that movie. Oh, really? No, yes. I haven't. I know. I feel like uh, embarrassed to say <laughs> See, it. See, I'm but... not a big Quentin Tarantino fan. That is one of his better movies. But, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's not one that I really love. But... The cleanup is definitely a throw. That happens in in Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. But yeah, I I agree with you. It is is cool to see how everybody in the secret society tends to use the same people. Because he even says, Mm -hmm. too, with your uh, uh, membership revoked, you know, after he kills him, he's like, that means you have no services uh, that are associated with. And so you realize, I mean, all of a sudden he's alone. Yeah, because he's very alone. It's not like he can go get another suit because that was yeah. through the Continental, and it's not like he can go uh, get guns and you know whatever. Yeah. So, from those people, I did find that fascinating as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure, Kevin, you have more plot holes. Oh, I have to more. To, I have more. So. Um, <laughs> let's see. Another one that really. This is just a, a frustrating thing, and this is not the only movie that does it, but a lot of movies do this. When they're walking through the, I don't remember where they were, but the the black guy assassin was up and John Wick was down, and they're walking, they're shooting at each other with the silent guns. Oh, that was guns. funny. <laughs> and oh yeah. Again, that's like it would work as a comedy, yeah. but silencers don't make guns truly silent. Like that's no, not right. how they work. You can't just walk through a crowded place going pew 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 with your little silencers and no one's gonna notice. Like yeah. that just. That part actually made me laugh. I know it's it was funny, ridiculous. but it's so ridiculous. Yeah, that 
that part we were watching, we're like, oh, all right, all right. Well, no one notices that either. And what if they shot someone else? Right. <laughs> or like when he was, really Kevin fast. said when he was shooting through the fountain, he's like, I guess bystanders oh. don't matter. <laughs> yeah, the fountain. Once those waters went up, I was like, he must be the best shot he ever. Otherwise, people are people dying right now. Right. Yeah, that's that's. I will give you that one, Kev. That definitely yeah. is. That one, uh, yeah, that one's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. But <laughs> I yeah. just, I did think it was funny when they were just shooting each other in the what is it, the subway or whatever they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looked like a terminal just, subway, just, like, just casually, and nobody notices. <laughs> well, and and it's another example where John Wick is like the yeah, best they can't killer shoot ever, each other. and yet yeah. neither of them can hit the broadside of a barn right. in that scene. I know. It's just, uh, that was the other thing I was going to say. But it's yeah. funny. Like I said, I wish they had tried to embrace some of the, the things that are outrageous, make them funny like that scene was, and I, I'd like the movie better. Maybe okay. that maybe yeah. that was it. Yeah. I don't know. So I've got two more. Um, I know there's something about Lawrence Fishburne you want to talk about. Well, that was a minor one, so we'll skip oh, okay. that one. <laughs> the but, Matrix reunion. Yeah, I know. That, I know. That's, what that's what I Ruth said. said. Oh, look, it's Morpheus. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I was like, and I go, why didn't he call him Neo? <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly thought he would say something like, "You're the one, John," or something. Oh, just to yeah. Like, like, hey, the Matrix. Hey, you guys ran a movie together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was kind of waiting for it too, but unfortunately, <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, it was sad. All right, so at the beginning of the movie, the guy comes and tries to call in his marker, and John tells him no. And I thought it was really stupid because then, like, he had to expect that he was the guy was going to try to kill him. Like, they they essentially said it without saying it. I'm going to try to kill you, Mm -hmm. and and then he goes to the Continental and talks to the owner, and he's like, "So, how does this marker thing work again?" I'm like, what do you mean? How does it work? You clearly, you engaged into this transaction years ago. You know exactly how it works. Like well, maybe they're like trying he was to trying to see if there was a loophole, like, I, you know, kind of one of those desperation things. Like, he knows so is there no any way I it's might a marker. be able to get out like, of this? I knew what it meant before it was even explained. Like that scene was, so, I don't know if they felt like they had to put that in because some people like didn't understand what, I'm calling in my marker meant, but I mean, we got it right away. Why did they put that scene? It makes him seem like an idiot. Yeah. I think it was just exposition. Like someone's always got to explain something that nobody. Yeah. Now I think that it's to show the relationship between the manager of the continental and John wick, because he does a lot more for John wick than technically he's supposed to. He, he does, even, even yes. in the first movie, he gives him information when he's not supposed to. Yeah. He broke the rules. Like yeah, he, two he, times right. And so I think this is just, I think it's just supposed to be a scene about showing their relationship and how close they are and how he favors John. And, and again, that comes up at the end where he goes, I could have just killed you. And he makes all the people stop, yeah. but he yeah, doesn't. I'll give you an hour to get away. Yeah, right. He so, honestly favored him so much that I thought that there was going to be like a father son reveal. I do. Right. Kevin I, said I the same later thing. Son. That's Something exactly like that. what I thought, Mikey. Yeah. But yeah, no, that never happened. So I was like, is that, is that his dad? Why is he doing so many yeah. favors? Yeah. Well, that's the only re- like explanation I can come up with for that scene. Yeah. It's just to show that relationship between those two. And if it is, that's fine. I mean, I think they've developed that relationship well enough without needing yeah, that scene. Sure. But I but, think it's, and maybe it's too, like I said, just an act of desperation. Like, can you help me get out of this? Maybe like, yeah. let, let me test the water since we're buddies. Yeah. <laughs> can you yeah. help me out? Oh no. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah, it's possible. All right, mm-hmm. uh, my last thing, and this is not a plot hole, actually. It's just a, a conversation topic. I didn't understand, at the end of this movie, so if you go back to the very beginning of the first movie and follow it all the way along, he's he's gotten revenge on his puppy and uh, his car. He yeah. has absolved himself of the marker, and then he's killed the guy that tried to kill him after the marker. And... He's very broken man because his wife is dead. It kind of felt to me like when it felt to me that when he killed the guy in the Continental, I thought it was going to be 
I have nothing left to live for. I don't care that I'm breaking the rules of the Continental. I'm going to kill him. Mm. They're going to kill me. The John Wick series is over. And I thought that would have actually been a really good way to end it. I kind of thought that's where it was going to. But instead... He says, you tell anyone that comes after me that I'll kill them all and and they'll never get to me. And I'm like, what is your motivation for living right now? I don't see it. The new puppy. uh, Yeah, the dog. Is that it? (laughs) I thought, you know, uh, the Backseat Directors podcast has a question. If you could change the ending of one movie, what would it be? I would change this one. I think John has he has nothing left to live for. He's done everything he's needed to do. And the, when he kills the guy in the Continental, it's because his life's over. He doesn't care about getting kicked out and he dies. I think that would have made this a better movie. I honestly, I yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought after he killed him and then he even said that like um, Winston says, what have you done? And he said, like, I finished it or something like that. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to drop his gun and just say, all right, whatever consequence happens, happens. Yeah. But he leaves and I was like, oh, all right. I thought that was going to be the end. And he'd say, hey. Uh, uh, Jonathan, your continental membership has hereby been revoked, or whatever he said to the girl in the first one, and then they're right. just gonna shoot him. Yeah, but that didn't happen either. Um, yeah, I thought that's what they were gonna do as well. Yep, and I think it would have made for a better movie. And I imagine probably the only reason they didn't do it is I bet the studio wants to uh, make John another one. Chapter three. Yeah, yeah but I, yeah. but I feel like it's not gonna be. Like, what is the third one going to be about? He's just all gonna these, be this guy who kills people? Well, no, the third one will be about all these assassins coming after him, and he's got to figure out how to fight them off with no resources. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which, to me, doesn't yeah, I, sound as no. interesting. It doesn't sound as intense. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they could have ended it with that, but <laughs> nothing ends. I mean, look at Pirates of the Caribbean. And- yeah. I know. <laughs> Studi- yeah, studios are going to milk movies and make them in the franchises for all they, they were. Make. Even... I mean, we have to go see Transformers this weekend. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. But or like Fast just, and the Furious has—I don't even know how eight? many. Yeah, they have way too many. They have eight. Eight. I saw the first one. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I will say though, those movies because at the fifth one they turned completely away from street racing and turned them into heist films, and at that point they did get some new life in them. The oh, Fast and Furious interesting. So like okay. the, the the fifth. The sixth and the seventh were not bad at all. I haven't seen the eighth one because I didn't want to watch it without Paul Walker. But that's just <laughs> oh um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, after at the fifth movie, they turned into heist films, and they and like I love like heist films, and mm-hmm. especially with car chases. Like I can't oh, wait to see insane. Baby Driver because that movie looks super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of got new life in them with the Fast and Furious franchise because they changed the direction and kept it fresh. Yeah. As opposed I just, to something like Pirates of the Caribbean that does the same thing in each movie. Right, every time where it's just like, okay, let's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let's just stop beating a dead horse. Just, yeah. just <laughs> let it let it go at some point. Okay, um, we it is rating time. So John uh, Wick 2. Okay. Oh, I guess okay. I went last, so I'll go first here. Okay. Um, it's definitely better than John Wick 1, but I have a whole page of issues with the movie and it's, it's more entertaining. They try to explain some stuff, but there's still too much. And then that ending that I think they totally messed up. I'm going to give it a four. Mm. <laughs> we were holding up our guesses for what you're going to give it. She said four. I said five. So uh, oh. <laughs> Me and Genevieve, we have a connection. Same wavelength. <laughs> well, right. I, I, I guess I'm going next. Sorry, I just assumed. I, yeah, that yeah, was no, rude of me. You're up, Ruth. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was kind of rude. I'm like, oh, I'll go next. But uh, I figured I would, I'll probably rate it a seven because I, I liked it better than the first. Uh, again, it's not my favorite movie ever, but I certainly would watch it and I liked it. So seven, right. seven for me. There we go. Go for it. Um, I, I was going to say seven too, um, because I think it's better than, um, the last one. But again, I don't think it's like great or it's preferably like not my favorite kind of movie or my favorite movie. So I'm just going to give it a solid seven for average. Well, seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that is, that would be yeah, a C. Yeah. 70, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to make it a jackpot three sevens here yeah. because <laughs> it was definitely better than the first one, but I'm not going to buy that one either. So <laughs> right. it was a. It was a seven for me, solid. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like your our rating systems are a little different because for us, 
If it's average, we give it a five, maybe like five or six. Well, yeah, I I don't know. I just throw numbers out there so you don't get mad at me. <laughs> for for me, a five is average. I try to keep it like a bell curve. I thought like, a five was if you'd watch it again. Yeah, five is basically if it was good enough that I would watch it again. I'll give it a five, and about half the movies I see, I would watch them again, and half I don't. Oh, okay. okay. All right. That makes sense because it's like in the middle. So yeah, like, I think oh, we're looking at it more like a grading system yeah. or out of 10, if I'm giving it a seven, that's a C. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 70%. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, well, thank you guys so much for being yes, on here. Thank we, you. you know, uh, thank you for having yeah, us. Again, we were, I was looking for fill in hosts in case Ruth went into labor, but she's still, uh, still cooking that baby. And. <laughs> We're, ho- we're hoping any day now. So, uh, yeah, thanks Exciting. so much. And anyone, again, if you have not checked out Mikey and Genevieve's podcast, go check them out now. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Love those married couple podcasts. So, uh, keep doing yes. what you're doing, guys. And it sounds like they're going to see Transformers. So yeah. Yeah. We yeah, will, we're we'll have our Transformers review out fun. probably on Saturday or Sunday. So. Oh, that'll be before this one. Yeah. Get, this one will get posted Tuesday next week. So that'll oh, actually dang. be. So Aww. go check out our Transformers. Yeah, yeah go yeah. listen to it now. <laughs> yeah. It's there. It's live. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Four reviewers, two movies. Let's sum up John Wick and John Wick Chapter 2 real quick. I didn't like the movies. Everyone else thought they were pretty good, but not great. And we all liked number two better than number one. A big thanks one more time to Mikey and Genevieve for joining us, and make sure to listen to their show, Big Screen Breakdown. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Twitter at WeTalkAboutMovie and Facebook.com slash WeTalkAboutMovies, and go to our website, WeTalkAboutMovies.com. All right, we have big news in the McKee household. Our son, Grant, was born. That means it's time to take a little breather. Luckily, we planned ahead and recorded a few episodes for a rainy day just like this one. They're all great episodes, so join us next week when we talk about Hidden Figures.